All right, all right, five seconds. Taking the time with Brad McAllister of Mitchell Timepieces and Brian Coach. Hey guys, how we doing? Hey, good afternoon. All right, so uh, today we posted up our topic, and I looked in the comments, and there was already quite a few comments. That was that was pretty exciting. So it looks like we're doing some right things. Um, first, first things first. I think we should do a wrist check. Well, uh, I'm gonna take it off because the today. Oh, it, you didn't. Yeah. yeah, you didn't. <laughs> Did you? That's hilarious. <laughs> That's hilarious. This is not. Like, this is like, not. <laughs> uh, four, I think there's four people in the world that have this watch right now. And two of them are wearing it on the show. It's the Mitchell Timepieces Raider. Um, I will be updating everybody shortly. There was a slight delay in uh, in production, but um, I expect to have watches by the end of August. And I cannot wait to get these watches to all the fine people that backed this project outside of Kickstarter. Um, everybody knows the Kickstarter launched in um, April, and that was a rough, rough go because of uh, timing. But um, I had enough supporters to uh, get together the funds to go ahead and make the run. So that's super exciting. Um, that being said, um, our wrist check was brought to you by Wrist Check Monthly. I want you to check out the banner below and check out their website. They have some awesome subscriptions. And I believe they have five different levels. Uh, so anything uh, to fit your budget from, from um, high to low. So check out Wrist Check Monthly. And... Uh, get on uh, with the subscription. They have uh, slots of watches too. Um, so it's kind of like uh, you're gambling for a watch basically. And then they do lotteries too. So um, check those guys out. A really cool option. Um, I had entered the uh, the lottery for the uh, Dan Henry. Did you see that, Brian, that Dan Henry? I did. Lotto? I did. Or, uh, and I was, I was traveling and I was pretty much, I didn't realize how off the grid I was going to be. And I uh, <laughs> wasn't able to get it because my cell phone signal would go from nil to just a little bit and then back to zero. And I was like, I might as well just turn the phone off because it's not doing anything. So, yeah, but, I mean, I you know what, what's, what's cool about those lotteries, though? It's like you pay, you know, you pay three bucks or ten bucks or whatever. I mean, you, you enter you buy a lottery ticket. You're basically just pissing your money away. But like, at least with this, you actually have some pretty decent odds to win a cool watch. So, I mean, hey, why not? And yeah, and uh, with especially with uh, Wrist Check Monthly, they do uh, they do send they do a lot of charity work, and they really uh, right now they're, they're doing. I think I think they have this. It's a massive lottery for um, for a veterans charity over in the UK going on. I still still yeah. right now, and man, like you you guys got to check that out because there are so many great pieces that you could win so yeah. get on over there check those guys out and uh show them some love too yeah. all right so today what topic we're going to get to is um eventually is the nh35 versus the miyota 9015 
And guys, I saw those messages. I'm like, man, this is not going to be what they think it's going to be. At least I no. don't think so. Um, and we're going to get to that in a minute. But I wanted to talk a few minutes about um, the lack of new stuff out there, um, especially in the micro brand. Um, uh, yeah, I look at I'm, I follow Yema, too. So and they're not but uh, in a lot of means considered a micro brand. But I feel like they're like pumping out new watches like every few weeks. And I'm like, what are these guys doing? Or maybe I'm just seeing the ads for, for everything. But but they're they're like exploding. But micros, I mean, what's what's coming out that's new? Like, am I correct with Yemma? They also have a contract with the French military, though. Yeah. So they yeah. have a pretty solid revenue stream. And I think that that may be part of it right now. We are still in an evolving world. This was the, uh, uh, like I said, I was traveling. It was the first time I've had to wear a face mask on a plane the entire ride. Um, you know, rent a car or a face mask. It's, it's the world we're living in. We're starting to get back to semi-normal, but I will tell you those flights were not even close to full, which was nice. I, Delta nicely upgraded us to Comfort Plus, which for me, so, it's two, three <clears throat> pounds. That's so, a thing. So, so what, what, what's new though? Like what new watches are you aware of? Um, the, the one that sticks out of my mind is, um, Andy Seely and malls has a really cool power reserve on Kickstarter. Um, and I think it's, it's around 50% funded right now. Um, I, I can't, I can't for the life of me think of what else is, is, is coming out soon or, or coming out now. Um, it's just, and I think that's pretty, I feel like I'm, I'm pretty, fairly aware of the you know what's coming out and what's going on but i feel like we're kind of in what i would call a little bit of a dead spot just going to the comments i see uh the Prometheus gauge master is coming out soon but i also that's just a thank you thank you abe in the comments there um i know also valhalla of norway has a new model coming out the last kickstarter was in the middle of COVID, it did not do well. Uh, this is a completely different design coming from them. I have seen pictures of it. We're hoping to get oh, yeah. a prototype for the show here. Um, it looks it looks fantastic. It's got a carbon fiber dial, which doesn't look like carbon fiber. It's oh yeah, it's yeah. more like uh, red and black Damascus. They have a blue one. They have it's 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 pretty cool, and I really hope it does well because. Over there, they're and they're out of Norway, and they're really, really. You could see that. Roy's it, a great guy. He is, yeah. Roy is, is a fantastic guy, fantastic designer. Th that is his job. He is one of the very few full-time micro brand owners, and that I know. And yeah. um, just, I mean, he's he's pulling out all the stops on this one. It looks great. I hope yeah. Yeah, it when does. it comes to our side of the pond and we get to play with it it feels as great as it looks. I think everybody's really going to dig it. So, yeah. So, I mean, <clears throat> but I mean, that's uh, coming soon, you know, um, it's not live on kicks or anything like that. Um, and that, that's the one, the one I'm really paying attention to is, is, is the malls, the malls power reserve. Um, I'm not going to pretend to try to pronounce the Italian words, but it's uh, 24 rotations in English. Um, it's a really nice, 
I call it a dress watch, but <laughs> I, I call a lot of watches that aren't necessarily dress watches, dress watches. So it's, it's a um, multifunctional. It, it could, it, it's a, it's one of those watches. It, it depends. I think it depends on the strap. You know, yeah. If you, yeah. Um, yeah. If you, if you put it on a nice leather strap, you could wear it out and it's going to look fine at a nice dinner or a wedding. If you put it on a, a bracelet, it's going to look a little bit more sporty. If you throw it on like, you know, a nylon or something, you know, it could be, you could go mow the lawn with it. it I think it's a really good, it's a good looker all around. It's a little bit different. The design, I noticed uh, kind of some automotive cues to it, which I am a uh, car geek and also along with watches and motorcycles and everything else, but, uh, and helicopters, uh, I noticed some automotive themes from that. What did you, did you notice any of that, Brad? Uh-huh. Oh yeah. Well, um, if I remember correctly, Andy is a big, um, oh my gosh. Um, Alfa Romero. Fan. Alfa Romeo. Yes. So I think that's where some of those uh, flavors are coming from. Yeah. But um, again, guys, go check out Malls Watches, mallswatches.com on Kickstarter. Um, throw, even if you can't back the watch, throw a few dollars at them. There's a, there's uh, some digital, like some digital love or whatever. Um, so, I mean, let's support our watch community one way or another, whether it's backing a watch or just, you know, doing like a, a small, uh, small contribution to the campaign. Um, I think I, I, what I notice is a lot of brand owners do that to each other. And I think that's super cool. Um, to have to have other brands like say you know like hey I can't I can't buy the watch I'm not going to buy the watch but I'm going to do like a ten or a fifteen dollar whatever um, contribution to your campaign is is a very respectable gesture um, that happened to me on my campaign and I've done that on on a few others so uh, it's a it's just a cool a cool thing to do I think I think we're uh, we're burning time so I think we need to get right on to the topic at hand. Dun, dun, dun. Are, you ready? Are you ready to rumble? <clears throat> All right, guys. So <clears throat> even even when we were talking to uh, to Ivan about our show topic, because we you know we kind of bounce ideas off each other and stuff. Ivan's like, "Man, why are you comparing the nine series to the NH thirty five? And I'm like, "That's a great question because they aren't in the same ballpark by any stretch of the imagination. Um, the Miyota is a lot more expensive. It's a higher boot, uh, higher beat movement, excuse me. Um, it's a thinner movement. So it gives you a lot more freedom to do thinner cases and to do different things in that aspect. It's a, it's actually a smaller movement all around cause it's a, an 11.6, um, size movement. Whereas the, uh, Seiko is a 12 or a 12 and a half. Uh, it's right in front of me here on the screen. Um, the diameter. I, I'm using the old French measurement, so the case the case diameter is 29. 27. Uh, yeah, 27. Yeah, but that's like it's either 12 or 12 and a half. Um, uh, like me in the French measurement. So, yeah, but for the sake of covering the specs, they're both automatic wine movements. They both hack. They both have 24 joules. Accuracy. Uh, the, this is the uh, the Seiko spec, so it's minus twenty plus forty, which is a pretty hefty uh, variance. But we're going to speak to that shortly. All right, let's move over to to the Miyota uh, specs. Eleven and a half size, as I uh, mentioned before. The height is three point 
nine instead of a little over five. Uh, accuracy is negative 10 to plus 30. Um, the power reserve is 42 versus the 41 on the Seiko, 24 joules, as we mentioned. They both have dates. They both have hacks. So that's the specs. So we all know the specs, right? But what is this really about? Uh, you know? On paper, you're going to say every, every, I think everybody that has a brain is going to say that the nine series Miota is a better movement than a Seiko and age 35, <laughs> but, and then, but then it comes to why is it the beat? Is it, you know, it's, you know, the, the, everybody, it seems like a lot of people really like the sweeping hand. And that goes back to, I think when we were all, you know, kids and we, you know, you see this big expensive watch advertisements with a beautiful sweeping second hand. It almost never stops and it's just fluid. Fantastic. And you associate that with hesitation in the, the Seiko. A little yes. bit more jerky. Little, a little more, a bit of a stutter between it. You, you, you can notice it with the human eye. You don't have, to, you don't need magnification, any of that stuff. You could definitely see the difference. Uh, the Miyota runs; it's a higher beat movement. A lot of people also think that higher beat means higher accuracy. It, it can, but not always either. But so here's my question: If we're saying it's for accuracy, that's fine, but who's buying an automatic watch so that it's that it's inaccurate by the definition of accurate you know we'll say within cosc standards or um there's a, you know several other rating scales that are for spec i'm not buying an automatic watch so that it's you know plus or minus one second or less per day i could care less as long as it's telling time within the minute that's me yeah so. i mean and if, if you are like Brad and I are where you have multiple watches in your rotation, you hit 10 to some, they're going to wind down. Some people want to use watch winders. That's going to be a completely different episode because that back and forth could go for another three days. But, you know, the watch winders between winding them down, I let mine wind down. So why, why beat on them if you're not wearing it? My opinion People can go on about oils, forget it. Not going there with the winding thing. But uh, what when you think about accuracy, I mean, if you want the most accurate thing on your wrist, I'm going to say a very bad word, and it starts with a Q. You're going to make me cringe. I, I know. I'm guilty of it. I have 99.9% .9 of my watches are automatics. I love them. But – if you want that ultimate accuracy, Quartz gets it. It does. And, you know, it's, but, and it's totally against everything we all want. We want that beautiful sweep. Quartz is jerky. I mean, tap, 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 tap. So, so it's not, so it's not accuracy. So we can agree to say that, at least for us, the choice isn't based on accuracy. I think it's more aesthetic. Uh, honestly, in my opinion, the aesthetics so, that pretty secondhand sweeping along smoothly and that gives you that feeling of real quality. And so it's the sweep. Okay, so um, so you got you got me stumped there a little bit. Did you notice that? I'm like, uh <laughs> so I mean, okay, 
So we want that nice, smooth sweep. Have you ever said, I'm not going to buy that watch because it has an NH35 movement in it? No. Nope. Nope. Me either. No, it's a Actually, great Actually, I probably, probably, uh, have, it. I probably uh, have at some point. And uh, what I ended up learning was my lesson. <laughs> um, I, and I see it all the time. And, you know, some of the comments in, uh, before the show even started, um, Steven said, um, you're focusing too much on movements or, or, uh, or just like K-Size, guys are too hung up on watch movements. And you have a valid point there because yeah. um, when I look at an exceptional design with a Miyota movement or an NH35 movement, it's like um, the one that came to mind was the visitor, the, the Dunshore. And it's like, I see this design and I'm like, you know, when I first, that was one of the first few micros that I saw that, I, you know, I was, I was one of those Swiss people, Swiss, 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 blah, 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 blah. And so I saw this watch and then I was looking at the specs. I'm like, oh, it's a Miyota. And then I was like, but I love this design. So I had to have it. So I got on the list, waited and ended up getting it. But it's like, when are people going to start realizing that it's the design of the watch that you're buying into? That's what a brand is because Seiko makes the movement. Miyota makes the movement, which is a, it's a citizen you know, own company or whatever. So, but nobody says, well, that's a citizen. I'm not going to buy that. Or that's a Seiko. I mean, if you, if you compare those two, if, if what we're doing is comparing movements, then Seiko is way more popular. So Seiko should win every time. Right. Yeah. I mean, it seems, even Brian Sagamon is in the, in the comments here, um, made a really great point. Said most of our clients are not watch collectors as long as they're good Japanese movements, they're fine with it. And they, and that's the truth is that yeah. does it have to be Swiss? No. And so we're not only saying, you know, obviously, you know, going between the NH35 and the 9015, but we're also going, does it have to be Swiss? Because we're talking, then you move over to Swiss movements that are comparable, you know, maybe a little bit more, uh, maybe a little bit more accurate than the Japanese movements. But you're talking about what, ten times the price um, for the European it's, it's, equivalent. Um, it's so it's so. I, I, I can't. I can't. It's, it's frustrating. <laughs> and it, I'm, not, I'm, not I'm not anti-Swiss. I love I yeah. love movements. I normally you guys catch me almost every week where I forgot to change my watch before, or I'm just wearing the same one and I wear a Tiso. That's my daily beater, and it's not because I have a lot of money. It's because I got a screaming deal on it, and I actually got that to sub in for my Seiko when I started having problems with it, and I couldn't get it fixed because of COVID. So, uh, <laughs> you know, it's like. But I mean, you just bought that. You just bought a Seiko. Did you get a Seiko? Was it a five? Is that right? Or a turtle? Or did no, you just a samurai? Yeah, yeah, the, the samurai. Okay. samurai. See, they're all the same. I don't collect Seiko. So I don't but I mean, you what what attracted you to the Seiko? Um, I, I have I have a couple of them, and I, I really like them. 
uh, the, the movements, honestly, the movements, the, the NH 35s, the NH 36s or the four, you know, four R 36s and things that and it's actually in a Seiko. Um, they're, they're great watch movements. They're rugged. They're, but, is that, but, but wait, is that why you bought the watch? Cause of the NH 35 movement? It has that that one has a four R thirty six or NH thirty six movement in what it, a date movement uh, versus the thirty five, which is a date movement. Only. Man, I um, feel like I'm talking. I feel like I'm talking to a politician. My question, sir, do I need to get the light? The question is: Is did you buy the watch for the movement, or did you buy it for some other reason? I bought it because I liked it because I wanted more of a. Uh, dedicated dive watch for when I go diving. Uh, so really, I'm really, really interested in trying that one. I had been using my Regia diver when I was going diving, which that's the one I modded with the little scuba helmet on it, and people yeah. probably seen it. And I did some wacky stuff, and um, yeah, and it, then it was it worked great. Big, big bubble sapphire crystal. Guess what's inside? An H35. Yeah, but that's not why you bought the watch. That's my whole point. No, no, no. It bought it because it's a good watch, and it was a really great price. And yeah. so I was like, well, I have a little bit of money right now. Okay, I'll get that. I bought it second hand <laughs> off a guy down the road here. because he wanted to buy a watch. <laughs> it was, no, it was totally random. I was just like, oh, hey, how about this? And it was showed All up right. on for sale. <laughs> I was like, I like that. I'll try one. And I think, I think um, a perfect example, example of of this concept of design versus movement is in the zelos market so the last um not the last model but so before the makos like the reissue of the hammerhead the new hammerhead that came out like around december i think they had eta movements and they had nh35 movements and they're this exact same watch with a, you know, I think maybe like um, a $200 price difference or something like that. It's just a, you know, if you're looking at the same dial, it was like around $150 difference for the price of the watch. So um, that's, I guess that's a good way to look at the science experiment. But what I found out is, um, a lot of people know I was selling off a lot of my Zelos. I had a, a fairly um, decent collection of Zelos that um, I sold off. I was struggling to get a good value out of the ETA movements because people are like, I'll just get the NH35 movement. So it's like, well, yeah. Hmm. <laughs> because they want the design. That's the point. You know, they want yeah. the design, the styling, not, they don't care as much about the movement. I heard that over and over. Well, you know, I don't, you know, they, I, if I can find an NH35, I'll just buy that. I'm like, yeah, that's cool. And there's still movement snobs out there. I'm kind of one of them, but I'm kind of not. A lot of money. If you go with the NH35 over a Swiss movement or something, I mean, I'm talking hundreds of dollars. You could save just on the movement itself and have the same watch. It just has a different heart in it. And this is big when you get into micros uh, because these are small one or two person companies, or, you know, maybe three people. And they just devote their any and all free time to designing and building watches. And then it comes out great. And then you look at the price list when you have, oh, I want a Swiss movement and everything else is perfect. And it comes out and you're like, 
Nobody's going to buy this for a thousand dollars. Okay, let's swap in a one of the Japanese movements, and all of a sudden it brings the price down to something. And it, that in the in the micro world, it can make or break your Kickstarter campaign. It can make or break yeah. anything because in micro, so much comes down to price point, value yeah. for, and if you can get a good movement, Japanese movement or Swiss movement, whatever, and it's that if more of your dollars can go into design and, you know, you know, material as far as, you know, a sapphire crystal versus, you know, other, you know, glass and things like that, hard X and the other things they use or plastic, even um, you're going to, you're going to end up feeling like you have a much higher quality watch on your wrist at the end of the day, in my opinion. Um, you know, with the, I mean, the movement, the movement's not going to change the feel of a watch. No, unless it's a Valjo, which is so thick that it has to make the watch so much thicker. So, uh, and that's not what we're talking about today, anyway. I don't I mean, it, truly, somebody had okay. I know. Um, traditionally, we stay out of the comments for the most part during the show because we don't want it to be choppy. But today, it kind of fits the the bill. Um, somebody had mentioned the STP movements, and um, I think a lot of brands are staying away from those because of reliability issues, consistency, and um, regulation issues. Um, the reason why we didn't compare, I kind of alluded to this earlier, but the 8215, the Mayota movement, which is really more comparable to the H35, is everybody hates it because it doesn't hack. Um, yeah. <laughs> I actually use the 8215 or not the 8215, but the 8N40 and 24 and variants of the Hercules watch. Um, I only made 10 of those. Um, and people didn't want them because of the movement in a lot of ways. So it was, it was a little tricky, but that was the only skeleton uh, sub seconds hand that Miyota made. And that's kind of the case was designed for, for Miyota movement. So that's what we did. Well, and that that's another thing is that you're talking about watch design. When you look at have a skeleton movement in the front of it, you want it to look cool and see the you know the pieces going around and everything. If it looks plain, it's going to take away yeah. from. It. So yeah. you know that's and one of those that eight, in that eight series, it isn't very polished. Um, it has a rough look, and that's that fit into. If you look at the Hercules, if you guys aren't sure um, what we're talking about, MitchellTimepiece.com, there should be some pictures of the original Hercules. If not, definitely on the Instagram, MitchellTimepieces45 on Instagram. You can find some of the old Hercules. It's the skeleton. It's the stainless steel skeleton watch with the disc as, um, as the dial. It's actually cut out of C-130 metal, so it kind of matches the flow. That, that brushed finish matches the the original paint from the C-130 on that disc. So it worked like that's, that's what I wanted. That's what I had envisioned. So, but that's not going to work on some of the others. And so, but it's all about the design. You know, that's, that's the whole thing we're talking about right now is the design of the watch. I think that that's a bit, a big thing. And then you know, to push the value, you know, maximize what the customer is going to get for the money and still yeah. be able to, you know, have a little bit of something to eat for dinner on the manufacturing end. And yeah. what I think 
kind of sums it up is really what we're saying is there's great Japanese movements. There's great Swiss movements and they pretty much the differences on, on the surface of a regular a standard watch is going to be pretty much how jerky the second hand is. Other than that, there's a huge price difference uh, that could have gone into really neat case design. And I'm loving the fact I'm seeing lots of, of brand owners in the comments here and you know, collectors. This is fantastic. I know we try to stay away from the comments because it does especially get me sidetracked. But I don't, I don't want to go down that road. But, and, you know, so yeah. it's and, and we absolutely appreciate to have everybody together. And, and I'm, I'm really reading them. And it's, uh, you know, like I said, um, you know, they, that Abe said they did the same thing on the Berlin Wall Watch with the NH35, right. and it was far more reliable than the, than the ETA movement or the ETA. And I do. I love. I like that watch, Abe. Thank you for doing that one. It was awesome. I like the colored one with the you know eighty nine. And I haven't like seen it. Yet. That's going to be one I'm going to have to look up. It's like spray paint on. It's a, it's really cool. It actually has little pieces of the Berlin Wall in the crown. Um, oh yeah, that is cool. I actually almost like randomly, kind of like that Seiko. I was randomly bought one. It came on the market, and then it was in the smaller size. But I am of a larger size, and I like the larger one. So, yeah. So, hey, Abe, you're welcome. You guys are doing awesome stuff. Looking forward to that that new one you have coming out. And do love the Berlin Wall. So. I, I got something to Google now. <laughs> For the Berlin um, Wall. I, I even, oh, let me let me. <laughs> yeah. What's that? I said I love the Berlin Wall. So let me clarify. I love the Berlin Wall watch wow. that you guys made. It's not. Yeah. No, I'm not a. That's enough. So, I, mean, I, I think I think what we've concluded is is there's really no quality difference. At the end of the day, we need to take into account. You know, they're both going to tell time. They can be regulated very accurately, just as any watch. I mean, you can have an Eta movement that's that's out of standard. Um, anybody can regulate a watch to to well, you know, a watchmaker can regulate any movement to be more accurate. <laughs> So at the end of the day, like, to me, you know, do it. <laughs> find what you like, buy what you like, you know, buy the reputation of the brand, buy the design of the brand. Um, let's put some faith in brands, you know, micro, micro brand buyers are some of the most uh, picky. I, I'm including myself in this guys, not as a brand owner. I'm saying this as a consumer as well. We're, we're spec people. And that's because we're so used to getting all these specs for a ridiculously affordable price. And at some point, I have a feeling that'll change. Um, you know, maybe not, but at some point, we're going to be paying more for um, what we're getting now for less. <laughs> yeah, uh, definitely. Uh, some you know, geopolitical issues that are going to cause that. Um, um, to, to, to wrap it up. Ivan said, give a big shout out to Corey Blake. I have no idea why I'm giving a big shout out to Corey Blake, but Corey Hi, Corey. Blake. <laughs> um, sorry, bud. Um, there's probably a reason for that, but I'm just doing what Ivan's telling me to do. Um, he's going to laugh about that later, I think. Um, 
Sean, I'm just kind of going, kind of going through the comments. Um, Sean says that's why he likes his night ops. It's definitely the design on that one. Yeah, man, it's a it's an eight series Miura movement that tells time very well. It doesn't have a hack feature, but it's the design where we we where we got to achieve something new with the uh, the C130 um, gunship disc, and uh, we created something special there. It's a very unique one off piece. So and it looks really cool. Yeah. The Delta Hydro is a beauty, Ivan said. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple. I'm seeing that. I, mean, I got some stuff. To NH35, so, I mean, actually, there are NH35 is actually pushing back a little bit. I'm, I'm surprised. And that, you know what? I love all I love all of them. It's I can't say anything bad about the NH35 or the Miyota movements. The the basically the Seiko movements and the Miyota movements are very good. Um and you can get a whole lot for your money uh, before you go into a Swiss movement. And that allows brand owners and things like that to give you more of the rest of the watch for your money. So without putting the price point too high, because I see, like we said, some of those equivalent Swiss movements are almost, you take the movement price and multiply it by 10. Yeah. Now you well, just made a really cool watch that's unaffordable for a lot of people. So. All right. My, th this, this is my final thought. I'll turn it over to you for your final thought, and then we're going to hit the end broadcast button. My final thought is, is um, and Ivan kind of hit this too, um, the watch movement is one part of the design, and it's not the most expensive. Get, creating the case is the most expensive part. That's what takes my time. That's what takes um, you know the engineer's time to design that case so that everything works out. The movement, while it's you know, some people say it's the most important part, but it's not the most expensive part. It's designing the case. What I'm creating, what's in here, I'm out of thin air. So that's my final thought. You know, we're buying a case, we're buying a design, we're buying a brand, we're not buying a movement. You're up, my friend. You know, I'm, I can't argue with you there. And then case design. I'm, I'm seeing some really wild stuff coming out now. Um, it's re it's really great to see people getting what's in here, getting it turned into steel, carbon fiber, bronze, whatever they want to do. And it's coming out and they're coming out amazing. Yeah. And I think we're, you know, after this pandemic and all, once we get used to our new version of life all over the world that, you know, we're really going to see a new output of quality design, and you're right. The The big money is not in, you know, you can order a hundred of whatever watch movements and you'll get a little bit of a discount to, to take what's in here and turn it into something physical costs a ton of money. And that's where, you know, what, what is probably 65 to 70% of the price is for micros at least. Well, I mean, you know, it, it takes, it takes several thousand dollars just to get a prototype. Yeah. Um, so I mean that that's that's the that's the the main thing there, um, you know. People don't realize what it takes to get that five hundred dollar watch into their on their wrist. They don't take into account what it takes to get it into my hands <laughs> exactly. before I can even offer it to them. So, um, all right, guys, that 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 sums it up, man. We're buying a case. We're buying a brand. We're buying a design. We're buying into a you know, a brand and a person behind that brand. Um, again, yeah. I want you guys to go uh, to um, malls.co.uk 
check out the mall's um, power reserve model. It's their first automatic movement watch. Um, speaking of design and and buying into a brand and a, and a great uh, great pair of brothers there, um, Andy and I I can't remember his, his brother's name, but um, they're brothers that own malls. So um, check them out. Check the design out. Uh, interesting fact: you want to really pay attention to the uh, the rose version of that watch. There was some very special work that went into that coating for that watch. So. Go over, check out the malls on Kickstarter, back it, even if you're not buying a, buying a watch, um, back the idea of the brand and um, two good guys there. Um, go over to uh, Slots of Watches, check them out, and Wrist Check Monthly. And uh, that's it for us, guys. Have a good one. We'll see you next week. Until next time, keep it real and stay healthy, guys.